Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling where today I am going to be talking about your vision for the future. I am your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am wondering if you even have a vision for your future. I know when I was in my last relationship, my vision for the future was very different um, and it's evolved lots of times in my life. I, I knew I wanted a baby. I knew I was well, I, I was pretty convinced that she was a girl. I don't know how, I just knew. I think you just know, don't you? Um, I knew I wanted to have a business of my own, I wanted to be my own boss. And I knew, and I still know, that I want the flexibility and the freedom that being an entrepreneur gives you. It's the main driver for me doing my coaching business, as selfish as that may sound, although I love helping all the ladies that I help. The main driver is the freedom that I get from running my own business and running my own diary. Now, these things have all happened for me, but maybe not in the way that I thought they would. And let's be honest, I have got most of the things I've aimed for in my life, but sometimes they've come at me in very different ways than what I would have expected. So I did get that dream sales job I wanted to get me out of dental practice, tick. I got a role as a tutor to get experience teaching and coaching people, tick. I got the relationship, tick. I got the house, the car, tick. The baby, it was a girl, tick, tick, tick. The business and flexibility, kind of tick. Because I got all of that freedom and flexibility, but none of the responsibilities, which is a godsend, because it was all my exes. The business was his. I worked for him. Um, And that is definitely the best thing that could ever have happened to me because being tied to him as a business partner now would be the worst thing 
possible for me, <laughs> imagine. Uh, so yeah, that would have been the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. But we did have the freedom. We did have the finances. We did have the lovely house. We did have all of the lovely things, the travel, the nice cars, the holidays. But I'm not actually sure that any of those things were my choice. Yes, we had a business, but not in a field I had any experience in. I literally went on maternity leave from my old job and a sequence of events happened during my maternity leave that meant I didn't return to my sales job. And yeah, I kind of fell into working with my ex and, you know, I have a background in dentistry. Ask me anything about teeth. I was a dental nurse for 12 years and I was in dental sales for an awful long time too. So all I brought to my ex's business were my sales skills, but pretty much none of my enthusiasm about what I was doing. Um, I love teeth still. I genuinely, come and ask me questions about your teeth. I love it. <laughs> Lila hates it because I'm always offering to take her teeth out for her. You know, the wobbly ones. Anyway, I know that all the things happened to me to get me to where I am today. But when I look back were they the things I wanted? They were, but they also they weren't. So you kind of get what you want, but I wasn't very specific about what I wanted. So I ended up with things that kind of worked for me, but not exactly how I would have had them. This is a good thing and a bad thing. But when I ended up single, I had no idea what my future looked like. I was searching for a feeling I was searching for that feeling of love for a feeling of safety security for somebody to come and save me I say this all the time but I was looking for somebody to come and save me I was looking for somebody to love me I was looking for somebody to make my life better and I couldn't get that feeling because I didn't know what it was myself I didn't know what I wanted I didn't know what that safety was I didn't know what that security looked like I didn't know what that loving relationship was going to be like I didn't have a vision for it um and I did meet people along the way and the feeling came and it was fleeting because they weren't the right people because I didn't know what that person looked like I didn't know what that person would be like what that relationship would be like so it was tricky because I didn't know what I wanted I was in a job I had fallen into which was no longer the family business it was no longer that dream that I had of having the flexibility of working in the family couple business I suddenly became an employee which was a shock to the system and don't get me wrong it came with all the benefits of being part-time working around childcare as it had before but it wasn't the same and I was hugely resentful of it and thinking about it I fell into that relationship too. I was young, I was 27, and I thought I was ancient. Oh my God. I thought I would never meet anybody. Nobody would ever want me. Nobody would ever want to settle down with me and have babies and all the things that I wanted. I lived in London, and you know, when I met my ex, we had a long distance thing for six months. And then we moved in together because it was just the easiest next step. London is expensive. Um, even back then, like what was it, 2008? So yeah, 2007, 2008. 
it was expensive to live down there. So to come home, which is the Midlands, and to move in with him was the easiest next step. So it just happened. And all of these things just happened. In that relationship, it just happened, which is, it's good. It was easy. It just happened. We went along with what was happening to us. We went along as if these are the things that we should be doing. Now, I know I digress, but my point here is that I really didn't have a clear vision of my future. I really didn't have a clear vision or clear role models of what a healthy, happy relationship was either. There was no clear, this is what it should be like. This is how a relationship should be. This is, well, not even should, this is how I want a relationship to be. This is how I want things to be for me. And I mean, this is a story for another time and it's it's not my story to tell either, but my parents had a rocky road and my grandparents before that had an awful time with my dad's dad passing away when my dad was just a baby. And that left my nan alone with four kids in the 50s. That has got to be rough. And if you think about it, our parents didn't really have great relationship role models either. If you know, like me, my parents are baby boomers. And if yours are in the same generation, just think of the trauma our grandparents would have gone through during World War II. If the men came home at all, they would have come home very different traumatised men from when they had left. And whilst they were away at war, or whatever role they had in World War II, the women would have had a really tough time. They would have taken on an awful lot of masculine responsibilities. They would have been doing everything a male and a female would be doing at that time. And I imagine them having their men come back to them then would have been a really difficult way to navigate a relationship. And these are in the days when no one talked about any of these things. No one talked about the trauma. No one talked about war being difficult or about what got left behind and what they all lost during that awful time. So how can any of us really have a vision of what we want from a relationship? How can any of us really know what a healthy, happy relationship looks like? And I mean, when I was single, I how did I get this vision? How did I start to work out what it was that I really wanted from a relationship? Well, firstly, I had lots of bad dates with guys I knew I didn't want to be in a relationship with. And I started to work out, you know, guys that worked shifts were not for me. Guys that worked weekends were not for me. Guys who had other priorities, which meant I would be down in the pecking order, were not for me. You know, guys who were rude, who were ghosted me, who who had ghosted me, who ghosted me, or guys who clearly drank too much took part in too many recreational drugs smoked these were not for me and like guys who didn't really enjoy being around children or had like you know children of their own they didn't they don't understand the dynamic of being a parent so those guys were not for me and that was is a good place to start looking at all the things that aren't for me or aren't for you look at all the things you don't like and that's a definite no-no that's a really good place to start with getting your vision of what you want but to get a vision and to start working out what you like is even better so I started to get the vision of what I wanted from a relationship by working out what I liked. Now, 
you can call me ungrateful if you like. Uh, I'm really not, by the way, but I travelled the world with my ex. We stayed in the best hotels. We went to Florida every year. Lila still goes to Florida every year now. She goes to Disneyland and she lives her little best dreams and comes back with all the stuff and all the ears and all the Harry Potter stuff from going to Universal. But none of these things were actually things that I wanted. They weren't my choice. I had been cabin crew in the past. I have done all these things in the past. I have been to Orlando. I have travelled. I have been to all that. And don't get me wrong, right? Orlando is amazing. It's one of my favourite places in the world. I love going to Disney. I love Universal. It's my favourite one. But there's a big wide world out there and I like to travel. So I would have stayed nearer the beach in Florida. I would have gone to Caribbean islands. I would have picked hotels on the beach I love a bit of sand between my toes I also love the sea I love going for a swim in the sea I really really call me weird I love the British seaside I love the whole we've got to go to the seaside in the rain and put a rain thing up put your raincoat on and go and play in the sand kids I love stuff like that I think it's brilliant it's fun it's ridiculous it's what childhood is about it's what I try and do with Lila Although she goes on her fancy holidays, she also gets me, who takes her to the seaside and keeps it real for her in caravans. Um, I love my dog. I love dogs. So I got a dog, much to my ex's annoyance, because I still live in the family home and she has chewed the skirting boards. Oopsie daisy. But I love outdoors. I love doing outside things. I love hiking, walking eating alfresco i mean the other week we went and took out the camping stove to malvern and we had breakfast watching the sunrise it was absolutely gorgeous all things that i love doing all things that i envisioned doing with a future partner all things that i wanted from a future partner someone to do these things with me but i knew none of, i knew none of this about myself previously before when I was with my ex and maybe in my late 20s, I had the fake lashes. I had the bleach blonde hair. I was faked hand to the nines. Don't get me wrong, I still have a bit faked down. But now I am more of a natural blonde. I am naturally blonde anyway, but, you know, not as blonde as I used to be when I was a child. Cost me fortunes now. Um, I tint my eyelashes. I don't put fake ones on because they just rip my old eyelashes out. And I only really fake tan if I'm getting my legs out. And it's just me. I am just who I am, unapologetically me. I think I'm funny. I think I'm mostly a good mummy. I mean, we all have mum guilt. It's never, ever an easy ride, is it, to be a mum, especially a single mum when you don't know if you're doing the right thing for them or when you've got another parent to consider and what their view of things is. I love cooking. That has never, ever changed, to be honest. And I'm actually quite a homebody. I really like being at home. I really like being on my own. I'm an introvert. I love spending time on my own. I love reading my book. On those occasions where I do go out and I'm outgoing and social, I genuinely find them really quite exhausting. And it has to take, it takes a lot for me to get out there and do these things. But I started doing all the things that brought me joy on my own. I loved them. And found out that I was that introverted person that actually I'm happy to do these things on my own. I stopped focusing on the guys that I really fancied and had fun with that were social and out there and doing stuff and <sighs> exhausting basically. And 
I started focusing on myself and working out what someone who complimented me would be like. And that someone was going to be slightly older. Sorry, Ed, I'm giving away your age. Someone who had emotional maturity, someone who had responsibilities, someone who also had children who knew the challenges of single parenting, someone who enjoys the same things as me and honestly be careful what you wish for because I thought I could cook but my god Ed can cook, his food is delicious, I will never ever be skinny again because his food is amazing but I basically wanted somebody with their shit together, could cook and wanted to walk the dog with me in the rain. And that was my, yeah, simple, easy, wanted to do things with me, wanted to spend time with me, wanted to have me as a priority as I would want them as a priority so we could both bring something to each other's lives. So, you know, what is it that you want? You know, we have the same vision for the future. We are navigating blended family life. We are working, I mean, with baby steps as well. God, <laughs> it's difficult to bring like three children together. The dog is the person that probably, the person, yeah, she's a person. Yeah, the dog is the thing that probably brings us all together because she's the thing that we all love the most. It's the way that we all do things together. We take the dog everywhere we go. We go on, well, we didn't get to take her on our last holiday, but you get what I mean. We take dog walks, we do outdoorsy things, we take the girls out for the day. But my God, it's hard to navigate, especially with three little girls and especially my little girl because I'm her mom and having my attention taken away from her is quite difficult for her. But we are navigating all those things together. We are looking forward to a future together. But, you know, three kids in three different schools and a dog is not the recipe for ease and flow and having that dream home together all of those things are still a vision for my future so it's still an ongoing progress it's still it's still work I still have a vision for my future so go back to my initial question what is the vision you have for your future your future without considering anyone else I mean, I've said this. Have you broken your New Year's resolutions yet? I have to admit that I don't do New Year's resolutions because they just don't work. So instead, I set myself goals based on what area of life I want to improve. And this year, it's my health and fitness, growing my coaching business and paying off my debts, which is a whole other story as I was left in a considerable amount of debt by my ex-partner. I have reflected on last year and worked out what went well and what didn't, which means I can use that as a pathway into how I can actually achieve my goals this year. I would love to help you do the same using my coaching skills and tools. I use these myself and I can help you reflect on last year, work out what is important for you to achieve this year and put some tangible steps in place for you to achieve what you set out to do this year. I'm offering a one hour one-to-one session for just £24 for you to set your goals this year. These spaces are limited and there's a link in my bio for you to book yours.
before, but your kids are going to grow up. Your friends are probably smug married. And if they're not, then, you know, your girlfriends who are single will meet people and move on. And do you want to be living alone in your old age? No offence, like, but I mean, I had this conversation with somebody last week and I've had to admit to feet that I am actually middle-aged. I am in my early 40s and that pretty much counts me as a middle-aged woman. I'm saying it through gritted teeth. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I am getting older and I don't want to live on my own with the dogs although that does sound amazing because there'll be lots of dogs in the future when I can cope with more than one but Lila's going to grow up you know my friends are mostly smug marrieds um I'm in a decent different season to my life as a, a as a lot of my friends are you know a lot of my friends have young babies and I have a nine-year-old who is growing up fast who's very independent soon she will be a teenager and I will be left at home pining for her almost so do you want to be sat there left alone pining for your child or do you want to find somebody who you're going to be able to share your life with or maybe you are too scared to ask for what it is that you really want in a relationship because you may not believe it exists or you don't believe that you're good enough to have that relationship It's never worked out before, right? So why would it work out now? Why would you get that relationship and that love that you really want now? But it's really not your job to know the how. It's not your job to know how you can get what you want. It's just your job to work out what it is that you want. What is the vision for your future? And then you can start working out what it is that's stopping you. So honestly, start creating your vision today. Start daydreaming. Daydreaming is the most amazing way to think of what it is that you really want. Let your mind wonder, what is it that you want from a future relationship? How do you see your future? Your future for you, no one else. Are you still in the job that you're in? Are you still living in the house that you live in? Are you still doing the hobbies that you do? Are you still the same, you know, weight that you are fitness level that you are is there things that you would love to change about yourself but you you can't because you are exhausted too busy all the things I get you I'm there too (laughs) I'm exhausted I'm too busy there's too much going on for me gosh I go to the gym but really I'm not putting my best effort in probably not right now because it's just not the highest priority I'm just keeping myself healthy keeping my mind focused on and my mind focused keeping my mind healthy focused I know that the gym gives me the benefits of looking after my mental health as well as looking after my physical health but then I go to Ed's house and I eat smash burgers and kind of counteracts each other counteracts each other anyway I am digressing again but it's what is it that you want so I began by going on Pinterest and pinning pictures of couples doing activities together. I created a relationship goals board. I pinned couples walking dogs, Frenchies of course. I pinned couples cooking together. I pinned couples at sunset together. Oh man, I never did a sunrise. Sunset, sunrise. Anyway, I pinned couples swimming in the sea together and I created a vision board, which is in my office next to me. And there's different areas on my vision board now. You know, obviously I've got business visions. I've got home life visions. I've got 
sat here next to me I'm pointing at it you can't see me but I've got different kind of like intentions and goals these days I've got still got relationship goals obviously there's still things we'd like to achieve between us together and you know with the kids and bringing all of that together there's still things that we have that we would like to do I have things that I would like to do Ed has things that he would like to do he doesn't have a vision board upsettingly I'd love to be able to get him to do one but I don't think he's up for that but I see my vision board every single day it's next to me I look at it I wonder whether I've you know and I pull things off here and most recently on my vision board we had um I had at the beginning of the year a picture of a log cabin and a family camping trip that I you know I really wanted to take the girls camping or I really wanted us to go to like a log cabin blah 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 um it turns out that the glamping pod that we booked when we went on our glamping holiday back in July is the exact image of the camping pod that I had on my vision board and I just didn't put it together until recently I've looked at that and gone oh my god we went on that camping trip but we actually went glamping and it looks just like the pod next to you know the the two pictures were together it was like the thing that I was trying to manifest was that kind of family camping trip so you know I know that that is what I wanted to do but in addition to the vision board that I have in my office I also have a vision board on my phone screensaver and that's all the things that I want to achieve in the short term and it's literally just an exercise to you know prompt your brain to think it's your manifesting muscles being worked a vision board literally prompts your brain to think about the things that you intend to achieve it prompts your brain to visualize what it is that you're looking for and it's your brain then starts seeking out these things that you're looking for and starts to align with these things that you're looking for and your visions will then you know be attracted to what you're actually looking for and it will start discarding the things that don't align so any of those relationships or dates that come along or things that happen to you that just don't align with your future vision they just won't happen they'll just be gone and I can't I can't tell you how okay it just works (laughs) so I want you to think about what motivates you for the future are you looking for love to be saved or are you looking for someone to come along and compliment your life and get specific not tall dark and handsome although I did have a picture of Jack from Virgin River on my vision board because he's hot um and you know Ed looks like him without hair it's the blue eyes but I had all these things on there like the activities find the activities that you would like to do with your future partner how would you like your future partner to make you feel where would you like to live what is it like in a day in the life with your future partner do you live together have you merged your households do you do activities together do you do sports together do you go to the gym together do you walk the dog together do you have a dog in your future start pinning all these things and they might be just random pictures that mean something to you but no one else has any idea what they are but then put this vision board somewhere where you can see it all of the time so your brain gets prompted constantly with well that's the vision for this I mean what have I got on my vision board at the moment I have got visions of a new sofa bed 
wardrobes. Oh, I had visions of my um, new benches that I've just built in my kitchen as well. I had a picture of that up on the vision board and it's happened because, you know, on my phone screensaver, do people think I'm crazy that I might have a picture of Denise Duffield Thomas, but as my screensaver, but you know, probably, uh, but she is a huge inspiration to me and I wanted tickets to go to her Chill and Prosper show next month and they were quite expensive. I think it was like £500. But guess what I got last month? I got discounted tickets to the, to that show. So I now have tickets to go to her show next month. And honestly, it was just sat on my screensaver. Me wondering, mm, I don't think I'll be able to afford that at any point soon. That's quite a big expense. Uh, no, no, can't, can't. But it was there, it was there, it was there. And I literally had the opportunity to buy the tickets and the finances to buy the tickets on the same day. And it was crazy. So I have had some really crazy things happen from just having images to remind me what it is that my vision is. I got my dog just by having that vision. And a dog appeared in my life. I kid you not, the dog just appeared and was there and was available to me. And I just, again, it was one of those things I never thought would be able to happen because they're very expensive. French bulldogs are and still are very expensive with all their blooming allergies. But that happened. I got the relationship, the holidays, the tickets to Denise Duffield Thomas, the glamping trip that looks exactly like. One day I'm going to do like a video of all of the things that have come true off my vision board and be like, well, this is what actually what happened. This is the vision and this is what happened. I'm going to have to do that as a reel or something, I think, or a live. Anyway, I will go do that for you because it's just crazy that all the things that can, you can I can't get my words out. All the things that can happen from you having a vision, having a vision works. If you would like me to help you create a vision board on your phone screensaver, pop into my DMs on Instagram and just write the word vision and I will send you a screen recording of how to create that vision board. It's so simple, but it's literally a collage of pictures and it's really hard to find somewhere where you can actually create a collage of pictures anymore. So I can show you how to do that if you want to pop into my DMs. I am at Rachel Teeling on Instagram and I would love to know how you get on with creating your vision, how you get on with creating a vision board. Are you going to print out actual pictures and stick them on a board like I have next to me right now? Or are you going to create a phone screensaver? Pop over to Instagram slide into my DMs. I'm at Rachel Teeling Coaching and I would love to know what your visions are. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I will catch you next week. Much love. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Healing with Healing. If you are struggling in the dating and relationship game, I can support you to gain unshakable self-worth and become the best version of you to attract the best person for you with my one-to-one coaching program, Be You for Rendezvous. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to find out more about my one-to-one coaching and how I can support you, or please feel free to slide into my DMs on Insta and ask me any questions. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching, and this is where I share a lot of my dating journey, pictures of Ed, Lila, and of course, Frankie the Frenchie. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, please follow my show so you don't miss an episode. 
If you find this podcast valuable, please take a moment to rate and review to help me reach more ladies who need to hear this healing journey to inspire them to heal from their own trauma and find lasting love. Catch you on the next episode of Healing with Healing. Are you a single, career or family driven woman, but you just cannot get lucky in love? Have you got back into the dating game after a long term relationship breakdown and you are now confused and overwhelmed by men and dating? Have you been on what feels like hundreds of first dates but never seem to get a connection? And are you now wondering if there are any genuine committed men left in the world? I know. I feel you. I've been there. But I invite you to join me in my How to Find Lasting Love mini series workshop to find out what actions you need to take to attract that lasting, loving relationship that you truly desire. These are three 10 minute ish videos supporting you to find that secure, loving relationship that you desire. They cover how to successfully date after divorce, how to heal your relationship with men and how to shift your energy to attract that masculine man you desire. There is a link in the show notes for you to get access to those mini workshops. Go check them out and I shall see you there.